Thank you for joining us today on Drawing Near. This podcast is designed to help in drawing near to God through reading God's Word and then applying its truths to our lives. If I can be of assistance to you, feel free to reach out to me through my email address in the description section of this podcast. None of us live in total isolation. At least we shouldn't. That's not the way God intended. God desires us to be a part of a community, a community of believers. Often, within the body of Christ, we need encouragement. Today on Drawing Near, Paul needs some assurances, and the followers of Jesus in Thessalonica need encouraging. In the end, Paul will be encouraged when he learns that the church in Thessalonica has been strengthened by Timothy's visit. Encouragement flows both ways. Let's take our Bibles and turn to 1 Thessalonians chapter 3 and study the flow of encouragement. And as we prepare for today's study, let's pray together. Our Father in heaven, as we come before you, we're thankful for your work in creation. You created us a specific way, not just individuals created in unique ways, but you've created all of us in individual ways, but yet to be a part of a collective. You've placed within each one of us the need to be joined to other people. When people are no longer joined with other people, serious things occur. Depression, anger, anxiety. And Father, you desire that these things not be a part of our lives. Rather, you want us to be encouraged and strengthened. You want other people to contribute to our lives and, and make up for what we alone cannot provide. Father, I pray that we would learn that we all need encouragement and we need to be encouragers of one another in a godly sense, with godly counsel, understanding your spiritual desires. Father, open our eyes and guide us as we study this passage. Help us to honor and glorify you in everything. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Let's begin today's study by reading 1 Thessalonians chapter 3, verses 1 through 5. All five verses. Verse 1 says, Therefore, when we could no longer endure it, we thought it good to be left in Athens alone, and sent Timothy, our brother and minister of God, and our fellow laborer in the gospel of Christ, to establish you and encourage you concerning your faith, that no one should be shaken by these afflictions. For you yourselves know that we are appointed to this. For in fact, we told you before when we were with you that we would suffer tribulation, just as it has happened and you know. For this reason, when I could no longer endure it, I sent to know your faith, lest by some means the tempter had tempted you, and our labor might be in vain. So before we break down this passage, verse by verse, let's get the overview. Paul, Silas, and Timothy are apart from the Thessalonican believers. While being apart, Paul is concerned that their faith might be shaken when they hear about Paul, Silas, and Timothy's tribulations. And maybe if they start to experience those kind of sufferings themselves. And so Paul is sharing that he is troubled. He's concerned. And he wants to know how things are going in Thessalonica among the believers there. And so these five verses deal with Paul sending Timothy to encourage the saints in Thessalonica. And when he hears about their well-being, he himself will be encouraged. And that's the idea of encouragement flowing both ways. So beginning in verse 1, it says, Therefore, when we could no longer endure it. Isn't that an amazing thing? 
Just to think that Paul was suffering so much or struggling so much with his concern over the Thessalonican believers that he could no longer endure it. It was such a concern that when they talked about it among themselves, they had decided that it was good for Paul to be left alone and send Timothy to Thessalonica. Paul describes Timothy as our brother, minister of God, and our fellow laborer in the gospel of Christ. In another place, he's described as Paul's true son in the faith. Paul needs Timothy. Paul loves Timothy. Sometimes when he is suffering, he calls for Timothy to just come to be with him. Timothy is an extension of Paul and a critical part of Paul's life, and yet he was so concerned that he was willing to send Timothy to Thessalonica so that he himself might be encouraged. So Paul was concerned about the spiritual condition of the Thessalonican believers, and so he sends Timothy. And the reason he sends Timothy was to establish you and encourage you concerning your faith, that no one should be shaken by these afflictions. We as followers of Jesus Christ all need to be established and encouraged. We need to be built up on the foundation of the truth of God's word. In Paul's ministry, many times he would go into a community, share the gospel, do some discipleship, and then have to move on, often because of persecution. And so people may or may not have been as well established in the faith as they needed to be. And so Timothy was going to establish them in the faith, encourage them concerning the faith, so that they wouldn't be shaken by all of these afflictions, all of this tribulation that was going on around them. Paul reminds them that they had been made aware that Paul, Silas, and Timothy were appointed to this kind of affliction. Soon after Paul got saved, the one who was to encourage Paul and baptize him was told that Jesus was going to tell Paul what great things he would suffer for Christ's sake. Paul's ministry was not just called to be an apostle, but called to be an apostle who suffered in sharing the gospel. And so he shared this with the Thessalonican believers. They knew that this was the case. And verse 4 tells us, They knew it because, for in fact we told you before, when we were with you, that we would suffer tribulation just as it happened, and you know. So they clearly understood all of this. So in verse 5, Paul sums this up. He says, for this reason, because we suffer, because you knew we would suffer, because of our concern about how you would respond to our suffering, for this reason, when I could no longer endure it, that's the same thing he says in verse 1, for this reason, when I could no longer endure it, I sent to know your faith, lest by some means the tempter had tempted you and our labor might be in vain. Paul couldn't wait for information from Thessalonica any longer, so he sends Timothy. He couldn't endure it anymore. He wanted to know their faith. He wanted to know how their faith was progressing, if it was progressing. And then, at the end of verse 5, he says, Lest by some means the tempter had tempted you, and our labor might be in vain. He was concerned that they would walk away from the faith. He was concerned that they wouldn't continue to go forward. And why was he concerned? Because there's a tempter out there. The devil, Satan. That's what the word Satan means, accuser or tempter. Paul is talking about the devil here. He says, I was concerned that Satan had tempted you. I was concerned that you had been drawn away of your flesh under the work of Satan. 
maybe because of your fear, maybe because of your concern, maybe because we hadn't done enough while we were with you to establish you. But I needed to know your situation. I needed to know that Timothy was encouraging you and establishing you and building you up because there's a tempter out there and he might tempt you in such a way that you would walk away from the faith. Paul often uses the phrase that our labor might be in vain. Paul was always concerned that when he worked for the Lord Jesus Christ, that his work would be profitable. Now, he couldn't control that. He could only do what he could do to ensure it. Only the Holy Spirit working in the lives of believers can bring about growth. We can't fix anybody. We can't change anybody. All we can do is encourage them to grow, encourage them in the faith. And so, Paul did not want his work in their lives to have been done in vain, in an empty way, without profit or result. He wanted it to be fruitful. We need to pray for one another, but we need to do more than pray for one another. We need to encourage one another, as the Bible says, to love and good works. One of the ways we can do that is by doing those things ourselves, by being loving and doing the works that God has called us to in Christ Jesus. Being faithful encourages other people to be faithful. So we need to be encouraging in the way that we live, but we also need to be encouraging in our relationship with one another. And that requires that we be present together, that we gather with the body of Christ often, and that we spend some time talking and sharing and being with one another and encouraging one another, establishing relationships. And frankly, that's not easy because some people aren't the kind of people we're comfortable with, or some people are not the kind of individuals that we naturally are friends with. We are all different kinds of people, but we need to overcome that and for the good of the gospel, truly love one another and build one another up and encourage one another and be encouraged. We all need encouragement. Paul needed encouragement in this passage. He needed it from Timothy and the Thessalonican believers. If they were doing well, Paul was going to be encouraged. He couldn't endure not knowing. And so when he would know how they're doing, he would be encouraged. And if they were doing very well, he would be encouraged even further. And the Thessalonican people needed to be encouraged in their faith, in their growth in the Lord Jesus Christ. So encouragement flows both ways. Sometimes we need to be encouraged by how other people are living in the faith and knowing how things are going with them. And sometimes we need to be encouraged by other people contributing to our lives. Praise the Lord for this relationship that we have with one another through the work of the Holy Spirit, through the gospel message. We are brothers and sisters in Christ. We do not stand alone, but we stand together in the faith. Praise the Lord for that. Father in heaven, thank you for your word. Thank you for this passage. And I pray, Lord, that you will help us to be encouragers and to allow others to encourage us, to enter into relationships where we are humble, where we are considerate, where we are teachable. Father, help us to be what you've called us to be. You have given us many resources, your Bible, your Holy Spirit, salvation, all of your promises, but you've also given us one another, the body of Christ, and help us to be faithful in lifting one another up and strengthening one another in the faith. Now, Father, guide and direct us throughout this day. 
as we seek to live out these truths. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City, based on the truth that if we will draw near to God, He will draw near to us.